0: Yes, we are on the Arrival Series. And the Arrival Series basically talks about the coming of the Anointed One, the Messiah. And the Arrival Series has four main themes. And we have considered some of these already and we'll consider the next week as well. And that is the anticipation of Christmas. The spirit of Christmas, peace. The heart of Christmas, love. The gladness of Christmas, joy. This morning on the third Sunday of our arrival series, I would like to share on Love Ignited. Love Ignited. My time is taken from First John. Chapter 4, verse 7 to verse 12. 1 John, chapter 4, verse 7 to verse 12. Shall we, all of us here in present, all of us here in person here, shall we read together the word of the Lord? Let's do it. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love God does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that He love us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loves us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and His love is made complete in us. Let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you for your amazing love that you have shown even towards each and every one of us. Thank you, dear Lord, for the freedom, the privilege of being able to gather together even today, dear Lord, on the 12th of December to have this on-site service. Let your presence be so real to each and every one right here and in the homes. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. The Arrival is a very, very powerful series and talks about even the coming of the Messiah. In the text that we have just read, the Bible here tells us that God sent His love. God sent His love, and this is a promise That He's keeping. God always keeps His promise. Somebody say, Amen. God always keeps His promise. Now when you read the Old Testament, you cannot but be aware that there is a theme that is running through the Old Testament. And that is, the coming of the deliverer. In fact, when you read the Old Testament, you can find Jesus in almost every pages. But why is it that many people cannot see it? It's because in the Old Testament, it is many times written in the form of shadows, types, prophecies, and sometimes it's. Very easy to miss it But in the New Testament, we see the fulfillment of everything That the Old Testament talks about And we see it clearly through the Son, Jesus Christ Now the Jews have been waiting They know the Old Testament They know the promises of God Given right from the very first page of the book of Genesis And they have been waiting. They have been waiting not just a few hours, mind you. They have been waiting. Not just a few years. But they have been waiting for centuries. For centuries. For the coming of the Messiah. Actually, it all started 1,500 years before that. And that is during the time of Abraham himself. God says... I will bless you and you shall be a blessing to the nations. And so they waited and waited, and they did not know that the coming of the Messiah was so close at hand. at the close of the Old Testament in the book of Malachi. God have always loved His people. And Malachi, chapter one, verse two, God declares. I have always loved you Check out that verse for yourself God says, I have always loved you But then the people responded and say God, how have you loved us? How have you loved us? Malachi continues on and in chapter 3, verse 1, he talks about the coming of the messenger. You shall see the messenger that I'm sending with your very own eyes. And that's how the Old Testament closes. And this is what the arrival of some, or some or, or more Orthodox churches talk about the advent. This is what it is all about the awareness and the longing of the coming of the Messiah. Actually, it was all started and united by God Himself. God says, I have always loved you. And I have done everything I could to show you my love. How have you shown your love, O oh God? What have you done to show us your love? Created the earth and give every good things to man. Did that already. Bless Abraham and all his descendants. Did that already. Deliver the people And led them into the promised land Did that already Send leaders To lead and guide His people Did that already Send prophets To give His word To correct them To restore them Did that already What more could God do To show us His love. To show His people His love. Maybe there's one more thing. There's one more thing that God could do. It is inconceivable in the human mind. And when God shared that plan with the angels, they were astounded. And they said, no way God, you can't do that. God says, I've done everything I could. Now there's one more thing I'm going to do. The plan was audacious. How could God send His one and only Son into a world that is full of hatred towards Him? The plan... It's costly. It's going to cost God His one and only Son. But, brothers and sisters, that's what God did. That's what God did. That's why John says, this is how God showed His love toward us. He sent his one and only son. When the Bible says son, it doesn't mean that God has a son which was given birth to, just as we ordinarily would understand when you talk about daughter and, uh, 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 and sons, they would have been given birth by the mother. But when we talk about the son of God And this is where a lot of other religions You know, couldn't understand it And and they think that how can God have a son? You see, the word son of God God sent his only son The word son of God means Equals to God It proclaims the deity of God When Jesus was on earth He used the term son of man 80 times in the gospel. Does it mean that man gave birth to Jesus Christ? No. Son of man means he fully identified with humankind. He fully identified with each and every one of us. He became like us, fully human. And so son of God, son of man, in the song that we sang just now, he shows that he is fully God and he is fully Man There's no religion in the world No religion in the world that shows that Their God or gods or goddess Is so committed Fully committed To love his people But that's what God did There's no religion in the world that can say For God so loved the world That He gave His one and only Son That whosoever believed in Him Will not perish but have everlasting life Hallelujah, praise the Lord But God did it, hallelujah (laughs) He said And He kept His promise God always keeps His promise but the second thing that we notice here is that God's love is shown. His love is shown towards each and every one of us. The Bible here tells us, God comes to you and for you. And in the verse that we have here, it says, God is love. God is love. And this is how God showed His love. This is how God showed His love. He love us And God so love us He says R.A. Tori, the great evangelist Says that the greatest sentence in the world The greatest, most powerful Sentence in the world Is found In just three words In the English language, it is just made up of nine small letters. And what is that? God is love. Nothing else can describe God better. You can search all over the world. You can read all the books written by man. You can search the whole universe. And earth, all the wisdom of man. And nothing better eliminates who God is than just these nine letters, three words in the English language. God is love. And when we say, or when the Bible says God is love, it is not an abstract theory. It is not just theoretical. It is not even metaphorical. But it is real. God is love. And He did not just command His angels to write on the clouds God is love. I love you. He did not just send us a postcard. But He sent us His very best, His very best, His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Everybody, t- type in the chat group, God is love, amen. Come on, here, in the, in the, in the hall here, let's say, God is love, amen. It is so powerful. But sometimes we kind of just take it for granted and miss, miss it. Oh, the great love of God for each and every one of us. It says here, He loves us. God so loves us. I don't know how many times you have heard it, but I think we have never heard it enough and I want to declare, I want to say to each and every one of us, God loves you. God loves you. Sometimes our ears become so hardened. Oh, God loves me. Okay, God loves me. But do you know how weighty, how powerful that is? He loves us. God so loves us. He loves you when you are down. He loves you when you are up. He loves you when you walk away from Him. He loves you when you sin against Him. He loves you when you disregarded Him. His love. Oh, the love of God. is indescribable. It cannot, cannot be comprehended by the human mind. But once you have tasted it, you know it. Come and taste that the Lord is good. Come and taste that God is love. For those who are struggling out there, God loves you. To the father who have just lost a job, God loves you. To a mother who is laying on the sick bed God loves you To the son and daughter who have filled your examination God loves you Irregardless of who you are, where you are And the only thing about this love of God It is, it is always giving Never expecting anything in return we call this, in the Greek letter, in the Greek uh, language, it's called agape love. Unconditional, never feeling. And the characteristic of this love, is it is always giving. That's why love is defined by the God who gives. He keeps on giving. Love is defined by the Son of God who sacrificed his own life, and he gave his own life. Love. This love comes to you. Let's call him Emmanuel. God with us. His presence will always be with you. This love comes for you. Never leave you abandoned. Defeated But always Lifting you up against the enemies Giving you The victory Oh such great love of God I've tasted that love And it is the love That preserves and keeps me So very real So very real On the night of 31st January January 1975, I stepped into the church and the moment I stepped into that church, the love of God filled me. Tears flowed down my eyes and I could only respond by saying, Jesus, I love you. I accepted Jesus Christ on that night. That love has preserved me. That love has kept each and every one of us. It is the love of God that ultimately matters. God is not a theology to be understood. But rather, He is a person to be known. Just as lovers, they need to know one another, grow in love with each other, pressing to know this God who loves you. Without measure, without question. The third thing about this love, and this is very powerful, is that God not only sent, showed, but also wants this love to be shared. This love must be shared. The love that's united by God must be shared. Some of us may say, oh, that's the difficult part, isn't it? But love is possible Love is possible The Bible says here in the same text That we might live through Him If we love one another God lives in us And His love is made complete in us Why did Jesus Christ come into this world? Why did God send His one and only Son? Some people will teach you and say, Oh, God God gave us His love and He wants to bless you with success, with a lot of money, with prosperity, with wealth, with health. God will include all of that who are needed. He will surely supply. Somebody say, Amen. But that's not the reason why He came. So that you can own a big bungalow, drive a big car. The Bible says here, He came that we might have life. That's the reason why He came, that you might have life. And this life can only be realized in the context of the love of God. In other words, you want a full life, you must have love. You may have everything else but do not have love. That's not the life that God wants for you. The life that God has for each one of us is filled with His love. Love for him and love for others. One day, a scribe came to Jesus Christ and asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? Instead of giving him one commandment, the greatest commandment Jesus gave him two. Jesus said, the greatest commandment is this, you shall love the Lord your God and you shall love your neighbour as yourself. Hey, that's two, isn't it? Is there one or two? He asked what is the greatest. Greatest means one. But Jesus gave two. You see, you cannot separate the love for God from the love for your neighbor. That's what the Bible here says. If you say that you know God, but do not love your brothers and sisters, you actually do not know God at all. There are some people who are so super spiritual. And it seems like they know God and are very close to God. But if in their life, they do not show love for God, it invalidates the whole thing. You see, you are never, you are never, never, never nearer to God than when you love You are never, never, never closer to God than when you love the poor, the downtrodden, the helpless, the lost. And so it is no point attending all the seminars, attending all the YouTube seminars and and preaching of others, hear all the great sermons of the world and shout, rah, 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 I love Jesus. And the next time, you go out of your house, you begin to just treat others with contempt, you begin to gossip, you begin to tear down this person, tear down that person. It doesn't work that way. God wants to give us life and that love is to be shared. We must love God. How do we love God? Jesus tells us very clearly. Now, during this Christmas, you know, there will be a lot of buying gifts and giving of gifts. And one of the problems that we have is if you receive a gift, you wonder, what shall I give back in return, right? What gift I And You crack your head how to give a good gift. And God has loved us! How do we love God in return? John chapter 14, verse 21. Jesus says, this is how you show your love to God. How? He says, He who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. Correct or not? It's in the word. He who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will also love Him. And I will reveal myself to Him. This is true love. The life that God gives to us is not separated from other human beings. There are other religions that say that you love God, you are obedient to God, you submit to God, you can do anything to others who do not agree with you. That's not true. That's not true religion. It is loving God and loving others. He gave His life that we may have life. Life in God is always filled with His love. I know that sometimes that is very difficult to do. You remember Saul of Tarsus? Oh, he hated a lot of people, especially the Christians. In the book of Acts, he consented to Stephen's death. He persecuted the church, imprisoned the believers, cast them into prison, killed some of them, separated them from the families without blinking an eye. His life was filled with hatred for this group of people. But one day on the road to Damascus, he encountered Jesus Christ, the Son of God who came and gave him life. He experienced the love of Jesus Christ. He was totally transformed. Totally transformed. And began to love others And the love of God was so clear in his heart You read his his many letters that he wrote And he is the one who gave us the love chapter in the Bible 1 Corinthians chapter 13 Some people believe that he was single He was never married I just thought that, well, he, he, he was married, but he was a widow at the time of his conversion. But whatever it is, he gave us that love chapter, the greatest gem on love in the Bible. Love bests all things, love believes all things love endures, all things love never ends. Chapter 13, verse 7. Verse 13 says, These three abides, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of this is love. Because he has tasted and been transformed by the love of God. And he began to share the love of Jesus Christ everywhere he went. Now some of us are facing difficult situations. And God is telling you, love. Love one another. Love your neighbor. But you find, but God is so difficult. You know what my neighbor did to me? You know what my boss said to me? You know what that guy said to me? Did to me? There's bitterness. There's unforgiveness. There's a lot of reservation on our part. That's why we never grow deeper into the love of God. But today, I'm just declaring to you that love is possible. Type in the chat group and say, love is possible. Why? Why? Because God is the one who loves through us. And this is the life that he gives to us. He begins to love through us. and Jesus says, love your enemies, everybody shook their head. Cannot, cannot. Impossible. Yeah, humanly is impossible. But through the love of Jesus Christ, it changes everything. To the husband who have cheated on you, oh wives, how can you even consider still loving the person? To your business colleague who have cheated on you of millions of dollars perhaps, we keep it in our heart. It's hard, it's tough, I know. I know the pain, the regrets perhaps at times but we must allow the love of God to fill us. I'm not saying that you forget everything and just go back to normal, no. There may be changes that have to be made, but never keep anything in your heart. Like Paul, he was set free by the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so today, let that love be ignited in your heart. Love is possible because God has sent His love. God has shown His love. And God today tells us to share His love. God has told me that He loves me. That is enough. But go and further. God has shown to me that He loves me. And today, He says, go and share that love. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear Lord. Oh, Rarabashakadarabashanday. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is how God showed His love. He sent His one and only Son. Do you know this Jesus who came into the world? God sent His Son not just to love us, but God sent His Son to die on the cross for us. That's the greatest example of love. He died on the cross to take away all our sins, to forgive us and to bring us back to God, to have the peace and the love of God in our heart once again. Do you know this Jesus? If you do not know this Jesus, whom God has sent to be the saviour of the world, all you need to do is just invite Him into your heart. And so right here in this auditorium, if you do not know Jesus but you want to believe in Him and accept Him, Can I see your hands? Just raise that hand of yours and I'll pray for you. Your life will never be the same again. That's right. Just raise that hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And even those on the online service, if you do not know Jesus Christ, but you want to believe in Jesus, the one whom God sent to be our Savior, or to be with us forever, just pray this prayer after me, okay? pray this prayer after me in the auditorium as well as uh, online let's pray dear God I'm so sorry I've sinned against you but I thank you that you sent your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for me to forgive me I confess all my sins sins. and I invite Jesus Christ Christ to come into my heart to to be my Saviour to be my Lord Lord. I surrender my life life. totally into your hands Lead me, guide me by your love Reveal your plan for me and I'll follow after you in Jesus' name, in Jesus. I pray. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, congratulations. This is the greatest decision you have ever, ever made. Just uh, 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 follow us in the Zoom prayer room and the link that you have that appears on the, on the screen right now. And uh, there are people who like to just uh, continue to pray with you and uh, rejoice together with you. But for the rest of us here, whether online or on site here, I know that the love of God is filling your heart right now Some of you are feeling it so very strongly And God wants to manifest His love through you Let us be vessels of Him. Let Him fill our heart with love For some of us, we are struggling with that and, 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 And today, let us surrender to the love of God Let God's love fill you to give you the life that is truly life, filled with the love of God, that every bitterness, every anger, every jealousy, everything that holds you back from the life that God has for you, surrender it to the Lord right now and just ask the Lord, oh, to just love through you, love through you, only Jesus Christ can do it Hallelujah Praise the Lord And so if that is you You want the love of God to fill you You want the love of God to preserve you You want the love of God to carry you through Even the difficult times You need the assurance that God is there The love of God Will not allow evil to touch you Somebody says that it is despicable To think that our Heavenly Father cannot provide for us, cannot take care of us in His love. No, He loves you and He will care for you. So you need a touch of God right now. Just raise that that, that hand of yours right here in the auditorium and let God feel you. Let God feel you right now. That's right. Just raise that hand in the auditorium and also even online. Just raise that hand to God. Oh, you need more of the love of God. Hallelujah. Let Him saturate you. You need the life of God to flow to you through His love. Amen. Amen. Shall we stand together? Hallelujah. As I pray, as I pray for you all right now, receive the touch of God right now. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now in the name of your Son, one and only Son, Jesus Christ, who gave His life for us. I pray dear Lord for the release, for the baptism of God's love into our mind with all our strength and we will love our neighbor as ourselves dear Lord father I pray dear Lord that you'll fill us with love for one another dear God let your love be manifested and Lord for those who are struggling Lord in their life on whatever issues they may be it may be finance dear God or their health or most importantly relationship with others I pray that you will come in right now and let the love of God be ignited, dear Lord and let the fire of love begin to burn in each and every person giving them the victory that you have won for us Thank you, dear Lord Thank you, dear Lord that you, Lord, truly love us and we will declare it in words, in deeds, in our life We thank you for the victory of love for each and every one of us right now We claim it in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord Amen and Amen